Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And here we go. Travis Rogers, Alan Sliwa. Travis and Sliwa is off for your Friday. We're here each weekday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We begin nine hours of L.A. sports talk all day long. <laughs> On yesterday's show, we found out all about producer Emily's tiki bar in the front in her home in Virginia. I'm sure there'll be more on that. But play the peacock sound. It's what they do. Yes, the St. Peter's Peacocks. Bust up those brackets, yo, on night one of the tourney. Beating number two, the Kentucky Wildcats, and my Italian friend John Calipari. Come on, Coach Cal. Can't let a peacock beat ya. It's what they do. Enjoy this, sleep. Savor it. Smile. Let's get to it. Travis and Sliwa, your feel-good Friday peacock edition right now. It's what they do. Here we go. Live from L.A. Live. Sweet tea, Travis Rogers. Hit him in the face, Sliwa. I'll still take the face. Travis and Sliwa right now. Yeah. I knew it was going to be in there. I didn't know it was going to be in there quite that much. And like Chris said, that that is what they do, Slee. That's the noise that they make. Go Peacocks. How about it's, that? It's such a soothing sound. You know what I mean? It like, really it's is. So it's if you're if you're in a position where you're incredibly stressed out, play that for a minute straight. <laughs> Tell me that does not just ease yeah. all the pain. Take the edge off. Take all the stress off <laughs> yes. your mind. Uh, just so soothing. Incredible John season. Calipari is probably going to have 800 voicemails with a sound similar to that uh, yes. over the course of the next. What a what a disaster for them! What a great win for uh, I've already forgotten who they are, but they're the Saint Peacocks. Peters. They're yeah, Saint, Saint Peters. Peters. Yep. Saint Peter. I thought he uh, isn't that a city in Russia? I think that's a city in Russia. Saint Petersburg. Be. I've been there. Uh, okay. I have a quick before we get to the, the stuff. I have an apology I need to issue to a woman named Stacy Lynn. Because I was tweeting out this morning about, you know, before the show, I like to send out a tweet somewhere, you know, 15, 20 minutes before we start. And the way that I usually tag you in the tweet, Slee, is I do at, and then I just type Slee, and it auto-populates Alan Slewa, right? Mm -hmm. Well, my finger didn't work. I accidentally typed at S-L-L-I instead of just one L, and at S-L-L-I auto-populated Yep. Stacy Lynn's Twitter handle, so correct. I have tagged yep, her correct. in some tweets for the show. So, Miss or Mrs. Be... Lynn, oh, Mrs. Mother, wife, paralegal, healthcare voter, DNC yep. 2012 speaker. I apologize to you, ma'am, for she for will be you on the tweets. show from 11 a.m. to 12:15. 12:15. You, you would think if you typed S L L I, it would just be nothing, right? But it's uh, it's nope. Stacy Lynn. She, Stacey she's Lynn. been tagged in the tweet. So sorry, Stace. My bad. I, I did delete it. I did uh, go back and, and put sleeves How real confused. handle in it. How confused do you think she is? She's just seen these, you know, notifications <laughs> coming up. It's like, what the hell is this? She's ready to Let's talk see. About the Dodgers. Maybe she got uh, maybe she got one that said butter or mayonnaise when making grilled cheese sandwiches like we just got right now. Maybe that's in Miss Lynn's uh, <laughs> her cue, and she'll have to. We should we should get her on and see if she has any takes on what's going on in the world of Alan Sliwa. Butter, by the way. Oh, of course. Come on, 
mayonnaise on it. I I, I, use, I think that's a use mayonnaise thing. a lot. I I'm, I don't I I rarely rarely use so, mayonnaise. Okay, so mayo is one of those things that people have have really strong opinions about, right? That but I don't I, it's not something that I regularly use, but if it's on a sandwich or something I don't mind. It's fine. It's it's, it's not like there are if some it's things, on a sandwich light. I don't need it to like take over the whole thing. No, I don't Just need it to kind of be in the out the side. Yeah, 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 be <laughs> yeah, in the I background. Don't that, I don't need that. I'm, yeah, ba- it's a it's a background I'm condiment a for sure. Mayo, but I'm also very specific about the mayo that I have. I ha- it has to be it can't be the like fake mayo, like the Miracle Whip stuff. No, thank you. I have to have actual true mayo, and I only use it on sandwiches. And sometimes I'll dip. But my chicken too much in of it. it, like you'll dip. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You'll dip <laughs> what in it? Chicken nuggets in it. If I don't have ranch or I don't have anything else, I'll, I'll dip chicken nuggets in uh, mayo. Yeah, I can't do that. That is <laughs> I can't disgusting. Do that. I, I, I really mayo. don't know Travis what to say. Respect. Mayo's got to be very light. <laughs> well, when it came light. to food, Emily, that, well, that's light. not a long trip. That, 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 that was not a long drive. <laughs> to get to the no respect to the oh Emily, come to try it. Okay, okay, guys. There's no difference between aioli and mayo. Mayo is aioli. Well, that's not true at all. It's essentially would you like the same to, thing. It's not. It, it's. <laughs> would you like me to explain? It's like saying ketchup and marinara sauce are the same thing. They're, they're would the you same like me family. To the so difference? why is it so weird for me to dip uh, chicken nuggets in mayo and not ch- chicken nuggets in aioli? It's, <laughs> it's it's the same family. It's the same family. <laughs> Al. Go ahead. I, I I can't really help. Sorry, I railroaded the show really I, early I, on. I, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's aggressive. I think any of that disgusting. stuff that's way too creamy, it's got to be very light of to begin with. But aioli. I'm not dipping my chicken nugget in. <laughs> but isn't aioli more like uh, garlic yeah, yes. and olive oil? Or it, well, it can have that. But it, Emily's right that in many aiolis there is mayonnaise, but there are also many many other things in it. Mayonnaise is just look. Okay, now now I have to do my food thing, Al. It's just egg yolks and oil. It's fat. It's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just fat. It's a different way to put fat into things. Flavor is fat, all of these things. But there's really no taste in it. You're just adding fat to your yeah, chicken. Okay. It, I it don't sounds understand fantastic. Why it has it to be there. Really it's good. really off-putting. It's ESPN sauce, radio. Ketchup. Yeah, it, it, anything other than just mayonnaise, Hot really. Sauce. Dirt from the backyard, drag it along the street. Sometimes you run out <laughs> of that stuff. Come on. <laughs> never, never mind. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, Slee, your Aztecs, yeah. my friend. What happened? What are you doing? What, what happened? Are you doing? I was I was so into it. I was enjoying I know you were. it. I was super fired up. And then, what was it like? Nine seconds tie game. Yep. They have the ball. They you, they get the ball to their best get, player. Mm-hmm. He's driving to the hoop. He goes up. He gets fouled. And they're going to send him the line. Actually, he was driving to the hoop and they fouled him because it was a one and one. Mm-hmm. I said to uh, my, my, my son who was watching the game, I said, if this guy misses this free throw, they're going to lose. A 80% shooter, their very best guy, and he misses, and they end up losing in overtime. Just They had a, what, did they have an 18-point lead at one point? It just 14. 14. 14. This, this yeah. is the problem. This is, and this, is, this is sports in a nutshell. Teams that play not to lose, but yeah. we're up. Amen. Just play so, basketball. Just amen. play. The last five minutes of the game, I know we don't need a full breakdown, but it, it is it is literally it, it's so it happens so often in sports. When your coach looks timid, your players are gonna be timid. When you give off the vibe the vibe of we just want the clock to run out, your players are gonna play like they just want the clock to run out. The last five minutes of that game, by the way. If there's as much as we all hate kind of the the way replays has been used, replays are being used where it's too much. College is not a good March Madness is not a good 
hey, let's use replays. It kind of takes out all the excitement of these games. You know, the last couple of minutes of a game where it's back and forth and they're inbounding the ball and you're not using timeouts takes that whole um, that you're, whole excitement out of the couldn't game. Couldn't agree more. But I, I think the just, you know, you're just to kind of put a, a bow on this with San Diego State. Well, they played not to lose. You're right. What happens every time you play not to lose? You lose. You got to tell the Barkley story because he nailed it. Like Bar- Barkley, I, I didn't see it, but you told me this morning that Barkley kind of put a finger on it. With yeah. it's only Barkley can. Well, Kenny Smith was trying to say, you know, Creighton was hanging around, and they came back, and you hear, you just see Barkley. It's just Kenny Smith and Barkley <laughs> on the TV frame, and Barkley gives him a look like, "Are you kidding me?" And then when Kenny Smith's done, Barkley goes, "You guys can say whatever you want." San Diego State <laughs> choked. That's what happened. They choked. And it was it was like a it was it was Barkley at his best. Like you guys go ahead and uh, figure out how to frame this yeah. politically and nice. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. He was right. No, well, and the Come other on, thing was, not only did they do exactly what you said, they started doing it at a point in the game. There's you can't start to try to spin clock. Yeah. When the second half has just started. You can't it's, it's, punt on third to... down in the third quarter with eight <laughs> minutes left to go because you're up with, two scores. I was going to say, with a 13-point lead. That, right. that seems like a really bad idea to go about doing it. Uh, here's a surprise. Maybe not a surprise. Taylor, are you – you know, we didn't ask you this during Ask Taylor yesterday. Are you a college basketball fan because of all Can the people I answer at the, the question? Station, Can I answer leading. the question? Can I yeah. answer the question for him? Taylor – I'm going to assume you are approaching this March Madness bracket the same way Travis and I are. Travis said he finished his bracket. How long did it take you to fill out the bracket? I spent a solid 90 seconds on it. Okay. You got <laughs> That's actually that's a, that's that's pretty good. I thought you spent a little bit longer on it. We'll yeah. take the 90 seconds. I did <laughs> auto pick. Okay? I didn't even know that was available and then when I saw that it was an option, I took auto pick. Right. Taylor I'm going to assume that you are similar to Travis and I, and you have not spent much time focused on college basketball. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Did you spend a lot of time on not it? Not this year, no. Uh, I would have finished my bracket quicker, but I was doing it on my phone, and it was kind of taking me a long time <laughs> for whatever reason. But the if, scrolling. If Northern Iowa is in the tournament, I'd pay attention. If not, couldn't care less. Oh, he's just number one couldn't in our less. bracket challenge. How many people are in our group, Emily? Do you know, like, how many people total are in there? I know that Taylor's at the top. I know Dr. Clapper's in last. Slee and I are in 11th and 12th. You're in 6th. How many are we, How many people are in it? Uh, it's, it's over 300,000 people. No, no, no. no. Yeah, just yeah, in our group. Our, our, our group's group. like 16, 17 oh, people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 15, 16, Wait, I'm winning? something like that. You're, you're ahead. You're, you're, you're in first You're in first. Place. Yeah, okay. you are in first place. I'll take it. I, Clinton's and right behind you, though. He's nipping at your heels. Slee and I, 11 and 12, Emily at 6. Emily, you you did pretty well, but you have an advantage in that you watch the sport. This, I, I just need to explain this. The Me picking college basketball games would be the equivalent. You said, hey, Trav, I need you to pick a top 60. We're going to have a tournament of 64 matadors. And I need you to go in here and pick the best bullfighters that are going to get to the Final Four. That's what I'm doing. I don't know. I don't know who any of these people are. So Emily did pretty well to land in sixth place. But she's a college basketball fan. She actually watches these teams. Like she, for instance, she knew Bruce Pearl was the coach of Auburn. I didn't know that until about three minutes ago. Now I do. It's very exciting. Yeah, he's great. I he I also remember him because UVA beat him and their run to the national championship. So I remember his sad face. That's who's more leading? of anything. Or I, I, I should say behind Taylor, who's number two? It's Clinton Yates is number two, and okay. then followed by Lindsey. Oh, okay. I don't know if Yates is a is a real fan or whether he'd pick bullfights too, Slee. I, I have a feeling many people are just 
guessing left and right. And I mean, Kentucky lost yesterday, so a lot of people had them going to the final four, whatever the case is. So I'm I'm just gonna say I'm very happy with my picks today. <laughs> yeah, who do you got? Um, I have <laughs> Loyola Chicago. Okay, that was one of my uh, sleepers. At 2:45, we all know Villanova's taking on Delaware, so you know Nova. So I'm I'm really looking looking forward to that game too. <laughs> I I did watch UCLA last night. I watched a good a good chunk of the UCLA game, and that was kind of fun because you know local team. And I, I actually seeing some of the names again. I was reminded that I know some of these guys along the way. They they had a scare. I did pick the only thing I did take some time to do is make sure I picked UCLA all the way through. They're my national championship pick, and I was about I don't know two minutes away from being out in the first round. So that was exciting. That was what's uh what, how far do you got Colgate going? Uh, I didn't. I like. I think I have Crest and Aquafresh going a little further. They're going in a little further. <laughs> yeah. How about this? I saw this tweet this morning. Why that? Um, just out of curiosity, why do you think I do that voice for those? I don't know. Why do you? I'm not sure. It's like my UCLA uh, football thing, mm-hmm. bro. This year's gonna be different. This year, no, no, no. Chip well, Kelly, this, year four. Uh, uh, man, how's Miami gonna beat SC? That's not gonna happen. Did you watch them all season or did you not? <laughs> Okay, real quick. We know that the Peacocks beat Kentucky last night. Okay? Here, this is amazing. me. This is a tweet that I saw last night. Coach uh, Cal Perry has one national title as the coach of the Kentucky Wildcats. Mm-hmm. Here are the players he has coached while he's been in Kentucky. I'm Oof. just going to go through them really quickly. Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, Derek Rose, Marcus Camby, Anthony Davis, De'Aaron Fox, Bam Adebayo, Shea Gilgis Alexander, P.J. Washington, DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall, Eric Bledsoe, Tyler Hero, Julius Randle, Malik Monk, Jamal Murray, and the Harrisons. He's had all of those players, and he's won one time. So I'm not even – he he must be – he's the best recruiter in the sport, clearly, and he has to be one of the worst coaches. Al, if, if you and I were had a roster with a handful of these guys, we're going to the Final Four every year. You know why? Because okay. here's what I would do. Guys, go out there and play as hard as you can. And if you don't, I'm going to put the other guys in who are maybe 1% not as good as you. I'm going to put those guys in, and you'll never get back on the court. This does not seem complicated. So here's the thing. It is kind of, you know, when you get into college basketball, you get into the tournament, it is anything can happen. But you got to have two national championships, and you have to have – 14 Final Four appearances. <laughs> Did or, you hear the players you just mentioned? Or you could lose to the Peacocks. That's an option. Did you hear the freaking players <laughs> you that to, you, you just want mentioned? Again? Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, Rose, Camby, Anthony Davis, De'Aaron Fox, Bam Adebayo, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Pre-J Washington, DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall, Eric Bledsoe, Tyler Hero, Julius Randle, Malik Monk, Jamal Murray. Antonio Gates, Defonte Adams, just going to grab every NFL player too. Why Jeez. not along the way? Andrew Whitworth, who just announced his retirement from the NFL, joining us next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Slee, did you happen to see the coach of St. Peter's after they won the game when he was doing his on-court interview? I did not watch the interview. No. It, it was it was really fun to see because he obviously was just ecstatic that his team had pulled off one of those great upsets. But it was also one of those, I'm not as surprised as you are that we were able to do what we did. That He obviously knew that they were outgunned, clearly, at the list of players we just went over. But it was one of those, 
I believe in my guys kind of moments. It, it felt really good to see a guy have a moment like that because, you know, they could play that game 100 times. Kentucky's going to win it 99 times, but it broke his way last night. It was like we joke about how we don't watch college basketball, but moments like that are really awesome. So for as much as I was running my mouth, you know, and we both were about college basketball, I watched a few of the games yesterday. I mean, obviously Me when San Diego State was on, um, but after that, I forget the game that was on right after – but, you, you, you know, you kind of got roped into it. Obviously, the St. Peter's thing was a big thing. So we, uh, we watched a little bit of uh, some college basketball yesterday. All right. So as promised, we are joined right now by a Super Bowl champion, recently retired Rams left tackle, Andrew Whitworth. Andrew, welcome to the program. How are you feeling today? Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I'm doing great. How are y'all doing, Travis and Alan? Fantastic. Good, so, Thank you. Let, let me start right here. At, at any point, do you think that wears off being awesome hearing that Super Bowl champion Andrew Whitworth, or does that go and carry you around for the next 10, 12, 50 years feeling fantastic? You know, I don't know if it wears off, but it sure hasn't yet. That's for sure. <laughs> I still enjoy hearing it, and uh, it's a little bit of a smile and a little bit of a good reminder of some great memories of being on that field with all the teammates and everyone that went into it. So it's, I, I still enjoy it. Andrew, we saw an awesome video with you and your family, your kids, right after the game. You guys win the Super Bowl. I'm curious, did you already know coming into that game that no matter the result, this was going to be your final game? Or was it, hey, we just won the Super Bowl. This is how I want to go out. Uh, I kind of had a feeling that this is probably it no matter what. I mean, I think you never make that determination until you get away from the season a little bit and have a better feel for, you know, where you're at physically and stuff. But I, I kind of had a feeling my wife and I had sat down throughout the playoffs and just how I was feeling and really where I was at mentally and emotionally and physically with everything going on in, in my career and everything else. Uh, we kind of felt like this was going to be it. And it, I thought really in that moment after winning, I was like, man, I don't know what's going to make me come back, uh, kind of how I've been feeling. But, you know, this kind of felt, genuine and real to just say i feel like this is it andrew whitworth joining us here on travis and slee and andrew i I in no way mean to minimize your accomplishments as a football player 16 years super bowl champ pro bowls all of this kind of stuff but what did it mean to you when you heard your teammates your coaches talk about you when you announced your retirement and it was about you as a leader you as a teammate you as a man in the community that that seemed to be the thing that people were most anxious to talk about with you, and they wanted to make sure that people knew that about you. What did it mean to you that that was their focus? I mean, it's so humbling and, and such an honor, really, to, to have a lot of people that you've had an opportunity to be a part of their lives and them a part of yours. And I feel like it's mutual that you pour into people and, and uh, they'll pour back into you. And so for me, I've just always felt like uh, that's really my goal. I try to, to create those kind of relationships that are real and authentic and you know, you're there for each other and, you know, you're not just work employees that you're, you're there to support one another through everything. And, and I think for me, that's how it's always been. And so to have that moment and hear people share those things and, and really from 
everything from people who work in the offices to to play with you and teammates and coaches and staff and all that. I mean, it's really special to me. And um, even reading some of, you know, Mr. Kroenke's comments about it, I I just, yeah, it was really something that's a humbling and an honor and uh, means the world to me. And it uh, definitely is a sweet way to go out. Andrew Whitworth, uh, Super Bowl champion, taking some time to join the Travis and Sliwa show. Um, and, Andrew, you, you go through your entire career. I mean, this is kind of what you know in your life. It's playing football, and you have a um, – you know at the off season what you're doing. You kind of you're, – you're prepared of there's – a, there's a similar regiment that you're accustomed to. What do you do now? What's the plans? What's the goals? I, I'm curious, life after football, what you're hoping to accomplish? What is it that uh, – what is it that, that that you're most looking forward to? Uh, honestly, just getting back in some form of a rhythm, you know, even though it's not going to be getting prepared for football. You know, I've been trying to work out and just keep moving and keep the body healthy and, and uh, you know, being there for my kids, going to all their baseball games and softball games and, you know, just being a part of their lives and, and making sure I'm, I'm, you know, giving them attention and support and love that they've always given me and, you know, wife and I just figuring out how we can get away and enjoy and kind of uh, reflect on the year. But, you know, right now it's, it's trying to find what's that next thing I want to do, what's the next passion I have and that uh, I feel like would be really fun for me to go and chase and, and uh, for our family to be a part of. So, you know, I'm going to keep kind of pursuing that and see where it goes. Super Bowl champ Andrew Whitworth joining us here on Travis and Slee. Whit- I was reading something about you telling the story about when you were flying out to Los Angeles, when you decided to come to L.A. and be a Ram, and you said to your wife, hey, you know that we're not going to win here. We're going to be part of building something that will eventually win, but we're not going to get to experience that. When did you realize that you might be wrong, that this team might be good enough to win during your time here? You know, really, honestly, the first time we took the field together against the Indianapolis Colts, our very first game, uh, watching our team, you know, you go through camps and especially when you're new to somewhere, you don't really know because practice, you're, you're only going against each other. You know, you have a feel kind of what you think guys are and how good you are. Um, but you don't really know until you line up against another opponent and you get that opportunity where you go and just compete because there's guys that are practice guys. And then there's guys that when you get in games, they just know how to compete and win. And so when we got in that game, I knew we had a really good culture and something brewing with Sean and, and just the amazing job that Coach McVay had done and really creating a culture and an atmosphere that players were going to have a lot of fun and want to compete for one another. But when we got on that field and showed it and we saw, oh, man, there's some there's some, something about this team that loves to compete um, and and for one another, I knew then that, man, we, we might have a better chance than I thought of really creating something special. And it's been one of the greatest things to me because – what I've really taken from these five years in Cincinnati, I learned a lot. We had a lot of good football teams is how much the culture and the atmosphere and the opportunity to create somewhere where guys want to go and just play and be themselves and give it their best and show what their talents are and just encouraging people to play that way, uh, how much it can mean and how much it can bring out the best of people. And so it's been an eye-opening experience for me these last five years to be a part of something so special. Andrew Woolworth on the Travis and Sliwa show. Um, Andrew, obviously the road to win a Super Bowl, you had an incredibly tough game against Tampa, incredibly tough game against San Francisco, an incredibly tough game against the Bengals. Um, those three matchups, I'm curious, which one was the one you felt like, I, I know winning it all against the Bengals, but was there one that stood out over the other in the sense of the competition, backs against the wall? Is, is it the 
You're all of a sudden before you blink, you're tied against Tampa. Is it finally beating the San Francisco 49ers? Did one of those matchups stand out over the others? You know, I think all of them were really tough battles and things where I think the Tampa game was really rare because you, I don't know if you've ever felt like you were beating a team so soundly and then give them an opportunity to get back <laughs> in the game like that. I mean, that was kind of a weird game. Um, but, you know, really, I think you look at the San Fran game, uh, that was a team that I thought, man, were as good as anybody playing football. I mean, I thought they were a Super Bowl caliber team. Um, the way they could run the football, the physicality they played on both sides of the football with, how good they are on defense. Man, I mean, I, I really thought they were a really special group. And so we knew that was going to be the test. I mean, you know, a lot was made of our streak against them over the last six, six games or whatever. But I would argue they're just a really freaking good football team. And you look at the history of when they've been injured and the injuries they've had, we've probably played them the healthiest they've ever been in most of those instances. And so – I think that they're a special group, and and that game, winning that game, was we knew that was going to take one heck of a feat, and that was a heck of a win for us. But you really look at it; it's hard to say that against Cincinnati, those last half half of the football game, all the people we had out injured, um, that was really what the epitome of what we talk about. Is sometimes your best just have to step up and be their best in in the moment that it matters. And I thought the way Matthew and Coop and and our offense really found a way, and our defense gets kept getting stops. Uh, was what led us getting to a Super Bowl and, and not being full strength and finding a way to win a game. So I think both those two games, man, it'd be hard to pick it, but I think both of those were really special moments in guys' careers and, and obviously led us to our championship. Andrew Whitworth joining us here on Trav and Slee. And, Andrew, obviously you're you're going to retire. Uh, Von Miller is now in Buffalo with the Bills, and, and these are two guys, and obviously Aaron Donald plays a huge part of this as well, but this is kind of the, the leadership group on this team people have talked about what Vaughn brought to the team obviously people were talking about everything that you brought to the team from a leadership perspective as you see the guys that are here now and it's not a complete project but guys will still come in at this point who 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 steps into your role who steps into Vaughn Miller's role as the leaders of this team well I think you know Vaughn was here such a limited amount of time I think it was more having a guy that you just thought was a heck of a you know, football player and really showed that he had experience. I thought when we got in the playoffs, I've always said this, when you play playoff winning football and you've gotten a Super Bowl and won, there's just an experience level you have that maybe other guys just don't know about. And, and it's, it's, uh, it was great how he kind of showed some of that, but you know, I don't think he was really long here long enough for it to be a void of any kind from like a true leadership perspective. Cause you have a guy like Aaron Donald, who's one of the rarest leaders in the world, and, and obviously a player like Jalen Ramsey who's, who's aspiring to do that as well. And so really I think those two guys defensively are going to carry the torch and be the guys they are and have grown every year I've been with them and uh, more of the, the guys who can take the reins and truly take leadership to a whole new level. And they also happen to be exceptional football players. So I think that they're in great hands. And then offensively, you know, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and, and, uh, you know, Rob Havenstein and, and Tyler Higby and Robert Woods. I mean, you look at some of the veterans that are on that offense. Uh, they've got some great human beings and great football players. And so I think that uh, they're in great hands there as well. So I, I really think it's one of those things that all those guys just got to continue to grow and, and find their way and, and the way they see leadership and the way they see they want to be a leader and, and build off of that. And I think that, uh, like I said, I, I think this team has as good a chance as any to repeat. All right, one quick retirement question before we let you go. I know that you are a, an avid golfer. I've heard you on some of the uh, No Lang Up podcasts along the way. What is the goal to get the index down to once you get some time to really put some time into your golf game? 
Oh, I mean, there's no other goal than to be scratch. I mean, let's <laughs> let's go. So, uh, you know, I, I I don't set small goals. So I, you know, I've gotten down to probably a three or four index in the last couple of years. Sometimes probably closer to a two. And wow. um, but I want to take that next step. You know, I got to putt it better. I got to hit it more fairways. I'm, you know, I'm 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 getting after it, man. I, I'm chasing <laughs> these goals. I'm gonna lose a little weight, get a little mass out of the way, and we're gonna, we're gonna try and play some good golf. So you know, I I got to get after it. <laughs> well, you nailed it, right? It's the putting. You got you got to make a few more putts to get that two to go down. That's the that's the secret sauce right there. Congratulations yeah. one more time on your Super Bowl championship. Appreciate you coming on with me. Thanks, and Andrew. Uh, appreciate congratulations. it. Congratulations. Enjoy your hey. retirement. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. All right, you too. It. All right, that was some straight talk from Andrew Whitworth. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. You can see why people follow, right, Slee? I mean, you can see what leadership is all about when you hear that guy talk. Just just fantastic. Let's let's talk a little bit about some of the things that he dropped right there. When we come back, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. So, Slee, I'm going to say something that um, I don't think Andrew Whitworth would agree with, okay. and it's why I asked the question, but I think mm-hmm. it's, a real, it's a real thing. They're going to miss him tremendously in the leadership category. That, that that that's why I asked him the question of, hey, listen, who takes over when you're gone? Who takes over, especially on the offensive side of the ball? Because he mentioned Aaron Donald on the other side. He's kind of got he's going to hold things down over there, obviously. But who is that guy? Because without exception, everybody that talked about Andrew Whitworth, it wasn't, oh, he's a great left tackle. He's a he's a Hall of Fame candidate. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's an X time Pro Bowler. It's always. You don't know what this guy means to us. You don't know what he means to our other players. You don't know what he meant to Sean McVay. You don't know what he meant in the locker room, on, on the road. And he, he was the guy that everybody looked at to kind of set the tone and be the guy that was the rock every single week, every single season. He's leaving. It's a big, big loss. It, it's the equivalent of, by the way, any championship team, any football team, sometimes you got leaders within a uh, – within a business, right? This guy, he was the CMO, and he left to go start his own business or his own company, and all of a sudden that company is never the same. You can't – those are not – you know, you could go out and sign as many good players as you want. You got to have players like that. The Dodgers have players like that. You know, you were talking about how Freddie Freeman fits a role, instantly comes to the Dodgers, and 
he's going to play a leadership role, not because he's trying, because people got respect for him. This is what he's done over the course of his career. Kershaw obviously holds that weight, kind of go up and down with different players that have it in different sports. It's going to have to be somebody else. I don't know who that is. This is the one thing that the Rams have that is a big advantage over other squads. They have a leadership structure. They're good from top down to bottom. Now you got to fill in guys that you know obviously can fill that role who are actually playing in the game, but at least they have structure. I think it's it would be tougher for a, a team that you don't have that structure, you don't have that much confidence in their front office. Yeah, no, no question about it. I, I agree with you there that they have, they're an incredibly functional, competent, capable organization, that they – it just runs right, right? But they'll miss him. No, no, they'll miss him. No question about that's it. My, that's my point, is that as capable and competent as the Rams are and as good of a leader as Sean McVay is, and I think he's a terrific leader, you don't find guys like this very often. There there aren't a bunch of guys in the NFL. There, there are maybe eight or ten guys like this across the whole league, and the Rams had one, and now they don't. That It's not just – it's, and that's not being disrespectful to Stafford or Coop or any of the other guys that are there. It's – you don't replace some like Michael is. I'm sure you've heard Michael say this a million times. Michael Thompson, Magic Johnson was the greatest leader he ever seen. He yep. that he was the greatest leader he's ever experienced in his entire life. There are other good players on the Lakers. There are other guys that have assumed different roles. But you just you just when you've got that thing that people mm-hmm. will follow you, it's really hard to go find it again. Really, and you difficult. don't. You don't have to be the best player on a team to be the best leader. Magic was unique in the sense that he was, look, he was going to be the best player on the floor and he was the best leader. There are a lot of times where you got championship teams. It's a guy that nobody really talks about. Maybe he isn't getting a ton of PT. Derek Fisher, you could say, was he probably one of the key leaders when it was Kobe and Powell? Probably. Um, But this is going to be unique, something that they'll have to try to replace. And maybe you can't replace it. You just have to figure it out without him. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, I just went to our Cover 5 app, right, and was kind of mm-hmm. looking at uh, what's going on there because it's one of our, our partners, and, and we were looking at it. Uh, and they give you the rankings of they how give you, you the did rankings. in the first day. Yep. So yesterday, now you got to Want me to go gotta, first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so yesterday was Thursday. was the first day of doing our rankings. Mm-hmm. There are 6,723 people that are a part of this. I'm currently right now ranked 5,946th. <laughs> so easily over 700, over 775 people in front. <laughs> How many points did you get? Minus 38. <laughs> okay. So as you mentioned, 6,723 people. Yep. I'm ranked 162nd. I have no idea how. No, this is I, your this is your sport. <laughs> I am 162nd out of yep. nearly or over 6,700 people. I have 56 points. I'm not surprised. <laughs> this my, this is mean, your thing. This is your else, thing. This is what so you do. With with this in mind, what do you want to know? What what mm-hmm. can I tell you about your picks moving forward? I, I'm here to help you with your picks, Al. Clearly, being 162 out of over 6,700 means I'm an expert at this. So. Go ahead. Fire away. What What do you need to know? Emily, ask me any questions you have because I, I am in the top 1% of this I pool. I moved backwards again, and I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think there was a game. 
Yeah, well, that's this is yesterday, right? I have zero points so far today. All my games are late. Go Trojans. Um, do you think it was a good idea that I picked SC and UCLA to face off in the uh, championship game? Probably not. That? Probably not, but uh, <laughs> who cares? What the hell do you have to lose? <laughs> you got nothing to lose, man. I should have actually done rip. more of that as well. Wait, wait, you picked UCLA to go to the finals? I picked UCLA to win the whole thing. Oh, you got to I kind of like that. Yeah, and I picked him to beat SC in the final. <laughs> yeah, as, that's awesome. My final four is all West. I got. SC, I should have had Fullerton got, and State. <laughs> that would have been. That's, what I that's pretty good. Fullerton's got a little. They got a Dookie problem coming up uh, later on today. Ask Slee is coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Slee, you know what I'm going to ask you first. Do you want to go ask Slee on the phone? Do you want to go ask Slee on Twitter? Dealer's first choice. off, really weird. This morning I got a call, 6.30 in the morning from Taylor, and said, hey, I just want you to know your ass Slee is nothing complete compared to my <laughs> ass Taylor. And I just backed up. I didn't. I wasn't ready for it. I didn't know what was going on. So my apologies, Taylor. Let's go Put phone you first. Point. All right, let's yeah. go phone first. Ivan in Monrovia. Ivan, you're on with Ask Slee. What's up, Ivan? Hey, guys. So ask Slee, Slee, are you that type of guy in the airplane yes. Yes. Seat all the way back? And do you fight for the armrest like you're going for a rebound against Charles Barkley? <laughs> Thank you. I like both of those questions. Um, I'm not going for a rebound like uh, any of the Laker players against the Timberwolves when Patrick <laughs> Be- Beverly was grabbing rebounds. I'm not doing that. Um, okay, I'm, I'm a – Trav, I, th- I think you know this about me. I am a I'm I'm very reasonable. So if I'm on a plane and somebody's boxing me out for the uh, you know elbowing me for the the armrest as long as they're not stupid about it, as long as they're not idiots about it where they're like trying to dominate the thing. Like <laughs> let, let me use this as an example. Okay. You know how you always say it's a uh how do power you describe move? it? Yeah, power move. If someone's uh-huh. trying to make a power move on me, now I'm a little ticked. Now I'm like, all right, are we going to do this? You want to act like? Uh-oh, did we lose Slee? I think we oh, lost no. Slee. He he's going he's, he's to reboot. I just got the uh, the look on the Zoom call like, uh, that didn't work super great. So we'll see whether or not he can get back. Here, Here's the deal. I'm going to take this one for Slee, the idea of sitting back. In, and, Taylor, you may appreciate this, too, because you're, act, you're, you're even taller than I am. I'm about 6'3". Taylor, you said you're what, 6'5"? You're, you're a very tall guy. 6'5", yeah. 6'5". So if you are taylor or me and you're sitting in coach which is where 99.9 percent of the time we're going to be sitting we barely fit into one of those coach seats to begin with if somebody leans back into us now all of a sudden i've got my knees in your small of your back so i'm going to have to respond with you being rude by being even ruder back and i'm going to start kneeing accidentally the back of your seat over and over again to get you to tip that thing back up or aggressively coughing right behind your head because now your head is basically in my lap. 
Yeah, it's not like you can even move your knees. It's not right. your choice. They're just going to be giving you pain the whole time. That's it, right. That's exactly right. All right, I'm going to start just taking these Ask Slees for myself since Slee is in uh, a, a weird Comrex situation right now. This one is Darren Pollock, and it says, it's 2041, and you're <laughs> and then, keep in mind, this is to Ask Slee. It's 2041. Alan, are you back? Okay, good. What happened? I don't know. Comrex just fell asleep. <laughs> Did you forget to plug it in or something? No. Did you forget to charge it overnight? I, I think uh, we're, we're back. We're was, back. Was this your ploy to just get out of 90 seconds of Ask Slee? Is that the, that the game plan? No, but I did hear people saying, Sleet, tell less stories and let us power through more of the ass sleeves. I'm like, can I give a little context to any of these? All right, so here you go. Here's your context to this latest one. Darren Pollock, okay. who, by the way, is the uh, creator behind the ass sleeve water bottle. Darren writes, it's the year 2041, okay. and your son, Alan Travis Sliwa, tells you he's decided to go to Creighton. His middle name, yes, Travis. That is correct. <laughs> Do you respond Cool. It's actually Rogers. His <laughs> middle name is Rogers. Go ahead. Alan Rogers Sliwa tells yes. you he's decided to go to Creighton. Do yep. you respond, cool, Kyle, Cor- Kyle Corver went there, or over my dead body, A.T.? Yep. I would tell him, listen, don't worry. I- I'm going to help you apply to the college. I'm going to do all that stuff. Let-, let me help you get into that university. He's never going to apply. He'll never have an opportunity to go to that school. I will disown him if he goes to that school because I will remind him back in 2022 when San Diego State decided to stop playing basketball with five minutes left to go and they lost to Creighton. Does that help? Does that help, son? (laughs) It's a pretty good answer. I like that. All right, next one, John. Simple one. Do you miss Trav on the weekends? Do you start to type text messages but delete it because you want to give him space on his off days? I start typing, and, hey, Trav, it's Al. How is your week? And then I stop right there, and then I quickly back. I go all the way back. I delete it. I hope that the three, uh, you know, kind of letting you know that there's a text coming. Those little dots. I hope you don't, you're not looking at a text message from me at the same time. Of course I miss Trav over the weekend. It's very difficult to get through a Saturday and a Sunday. It's, yeah, uh, maybe. Can I tell you something, can I tell you something between you and I? <laughs> yes. You and I both do this. Yeah, we might text each other here and there. Something comes up, whatever the case is. Both you and I are pretty good. Hey, when the show's done. See you tomorrow, right, bud? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think we've got enough. I, like, hey, I feel like Monday. I, yeah, enjoy the weekend. Yep, got, have a great weekend. I've got more than enough. I, I feel like my tank is full. I feel like I can get through a couple of days without I'm it. With you too. No, nothing personal. Nothing. It's not, not deliberate. It's not. I don't like you. It's just I. I feel like I've talked to you enough. You know what, I've you talked know what? to. Here's the deal. Yeah. I talk to you. Sure. More than your family. I no more than anybody on earth. Mm-hmm. I spit. I spit more words at you and you at me than any. You, I mean, I guarantee you, you don't spend three straight hours talking to Lady Slee. You probably talk to her a lot, but it's not three straight hours of uninterrupted conversation. I felt a little bad about this one, and this was not intentional at all. When they went to the All Star break, and I took that time off, uh-huh. I I was I was gone. And it was like, it was nothing, there was nothing personal. It was just like, you know, you kind of want to get away for a second. I just kind of want to leave whatever the heck I was doing. By the time I came back, I'm like, how is everybody? You're like, well, you were gone for six, seven days. You want to just say hello every once in a while? <laughs> All right, one more before we uh, head out the door here. This is from Daniel Tapia. Um, when Slee, I feel, Emily, this one is a quasi-ask Emily along the way. When Slee sees his neighbors in the front lawn barbecuing, <laughs> <laughs> does does he come over with a case of beer and fix himself a plate, 
or does he call the health inspector to come shut them down? Hashtag Ask Slee. If it was the Hebles, you'd definitely want to be a part of that party. Awesome. Do you call the health inspector? I love that. Um, I do neither. To be honest, I might give a quick little wave. Hope you're good. Hope you guys are having a good time out there. And then I just go about the rest of my day. I'm not much to say, are you doing something? I got to get in there. No. You're not passing by the Hebel party without stopping by, though. Okay? Oh, watch me. Uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> the, the, the Wait, Trav, are you the same? You're not. Oh, you're not. Al, you yeah, know what one of my you. greatest fears is? I'm good. You know, one of my greatest fears is, hey, you want to come over and have a beer? No, I don't. I, I just got home. That means I was away. I want to go inside my house and have a beer. I want to sit down and talk to my family. I want to talk to my friendship. wife. I want to do these things. If I want to schedule something with you, I will. But when I see people in like on my street and they're hanging out and they're chit-chatting, I am dreading the, you guys want to come out back and have a beer? Not, notice out back, right. not out front. But do you want to come out back and have a beer? No, guys, not because you have to say yes. You can't say no. You can't be that guy. But I'm terrified of that question. I'm, I'm not good at these either where, you know, you get home and somebody, you see a neighbor or whatever, and they want to kind of have a full-blown conversation. And I'm in the, like, I'm trying to show how many different exits that I can possibly show in a conversation. Really? That's, okay. <laughs> Dude, yep. tell right, me. Well, uh, listen, um, take care of that. And uh, I'm going to go inside. Like, I'm, I'm trying to exit the entire time. Fake phone call. Yep. Bluetooth. Fake phone call. Right? Right, Taylor? Is that, that's the right way. Just going to throw in the Bluetooth. Yeah. Just go to your pocket and look at it. Oh, guys. Sorry. Got it. And then walk in holding it to your ear and say, yeah, I'll be right there. I just got to get inside. And then you're off. And yeah. You the got kid's calling me. Yeah. That's, that's I got to feel like I can't play it off good. You, I've seen you. You can play it off. You can absolutely Rookie's play it calling off. me. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So. Are my credentials as a Clayton Kershaw fan well established? You're not a. You're obviously not a fan of his. Okay, I love Clayton Kershaw, one of the greatest yes. Dodgers of all time. Yep. They're, I would say their greatest pitcher of all time. Mm-hmm. He said something the other day about this team that I absolutely do not want to hear. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.